Sandra Cohn. I'm an award-winning photographer, industry educator, and best-selling author on a mission to help other photographers just like you reach the level of success they want and deserve. What I know after 20 plus years in the photography industry is that building the business of your dreams is totally possible. And on this podcast, I'll share everything I've learned on how to do just that. So thanks for joining me and let's get started. Okay, so I teach photographers how to create natural looking light with strobes and flash, right? And I've been doing that for a really long time. And over the years, one of the things I hear all the time is how photographers choose to stay away from using artificial light in their work because it's expensive or they feel like it's expensive, right? Like there is a cost to entry. You need to get some gear. There's gear involved. Um, and people will say to me, well, you know, natural light's free. Uh, so I'm just going to, I just use natural light. I, I work exclusively with natural light. It's just a better choice for me because it's free. Um, and what I know now after, you know, over two decades in the industry and working as a professional photographer, and what I want to talk to you about today is that the reality is, you guys, natural light isn't entirely free. There is a cost to it. And it may be costing your business more than you realize. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay. What is the actual cost of being a natural light photographer? Now I've been a professional photographer, like I said, for a really long time. As of this recording, uh, it's been 21 years for me. And a majority of that time, the first half of that time, I worked exclusively with natural light. And honestly, that was something I was really proud of because knowing how to see and how to use natural light is an important part of what we do as photographers, right? Like we need to be able to do that. That's part of your craft is being able to see light and use it and work with it. And um, so the fact that I could do that and I could do that so well was something, was a source of pride um, as it should be. But the problem is, and the problem with natural light is, is that it's just not always available. So, you know, some days are dark and sometimes it rains or, you know, sometimes you just walk into a situation, you know, you're, you're in someone's home or you're going to an event and, you know, there's no rooms, there are no windows in the room or the situation is just less than perfect. And then what? Well, that then what was always my struggle. So when the light was good, my work was good. When I had perfect light in a perfect situation, I could create really beautiful work. But when the light was bad or tricky or non-existent, I couldn't. I couldn't produce that same quality of work. And I remember those moments vividly. I remember how I used to watch the weather forecast obsessively and try to set my schedule around when the weather was going to be good. And then fall would come along and I live and work in Seattle, Washington. So fall is when the rain comes, you know, and the rainy season comes. Um, it also happens to be my busy holiday season. That's when work picks up for me every year and the fall would come and I'd be trying to book my sessions around the weather and it would just get really stressful 
and I would end up having to reschedule or cancel sessions because of bad days, dark days. That was inconvenient for my clients, obviously, but it also cost me money because I was missing out on making the revenue that I needed to support my business and to support my family. If I had a session or two sessions scheduled on a Saturday and then I had to cancel those or reschedule those, well, then suddenly I didn't make any money that week. And so that put a financial hardship on, on me and my family. Um, so to get around doing that, I would just try to make it work, right? And I'm sure you guys can relate to this, but what that meant for me at the time was grabbing my digital camera, because I was still using my digital camera back then, bumping up my ISO, right, as high as it could go, shooting wide open, so at 1.4 or 2, and then at the lowest shutter speed I could possibly handhold. Um, and sometimes that would work. I mean, that would definitely work when I was working with just one baby or uh, one person, but that approach also has its own problems, right? Like it's hard to photograph a family of four or a family of six at F2. Someone's gonna be out of focus. <laughs> You're gonna have the eyeball of the person closest to the camera perfectly sharp and everything else is gonna be a little soft. Or it's hard to capture a toddler who's running around when you're shooting at a 60th of a second, right? You're gonna get blur. And so these were the kind of problems that I was coming up against when I was working exclusively with natural light. And as a result, my work suffered, right? I couldn't consistently produce the quality of photos that my clients expected of me, and honestly, that they deserved of me. You know, if people are paying you money, then you owe it to them to be able to consistently produce the quality of images that you share on your, you know, on your website or on Instagram. And the fact that I wasn't able to do that really affected my confidence as well. It just made me feel bad. I was so stressed. I'd feel like a fraud. I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't, I, I mean, I can't constantly, you know, consistently give my clients the kind of images that I want to give them. I just felt bad about it. So um, it also hurt my brand, right? So the, the photos that clients who came to me in July that you know they would get look very different from the photos my clients who came to me in November would get. Um, and that kind of inconsistency is just the worst thing you can do for your photography brand because a really strong photography brand needs to be trustworthy and consistent. And, um, and when you can't consistently get good results, well, that's gonna hurt your brand, it's gonna hurt your business. So that was my situation. And I know I'm not alone. I hear from other people that they struggle the same way. And that is precisely why I say that working exclusively with natural light isn't free. It does have a cost. And that cost is stress and confidence and limited hours and inconsistency. Um, it actually has a lot of costs. And yes, there's an initial cost to getting started with artificial light, right? You do have to buy some gear and you have to learn how to use it. But what you're going to find is once you do learn it, you, what you gain is so much greater, right? So first of all, you get to say goodbye to stress and hello to consistency, hello to confidence, which is great. Um, but it's also going to end up helping you make money because now instead of being limited, you have all these possibilities, right? So you still know how to work with, with natural light. You should. Right? You still know how to see it. You know what kind of light you want to create. 
uh, what story you're trying to tell. Are you, you know, are you a light and airy photographer? Are you a dark and moody photographer? Like, what is your take on light? And you can still do that with natural light, but now you can also do that when natural light isn't available. And so that means you're no longer limited to working around the weather or the season or the time of day. Uh, which is a total game changer. There's a, a student in uh, my class, The Missing Link, who shared in our group recently that after her first year of working with studio lighting, she went back and looked, and she was able to add an extra 38 clients to her calendar, right? 38 clients, that's huge. Think about what that means just from a revenue standpoint, you know, like not even looking at, at her stress levels or, or consistency or, you know, what it did for her there. But just from a revenue standpoint, 38 extra clients. I mean, that's, that's powerful stuff. So what I want to ask you today is just to sit down and be honest with yourself, you know, ask yourself, what is working exclusively with natural light actually costing you? Does it cause you stress? Does it make you feel like sometimes you're not good at your job? Does it keep you from scheduling clients at certain times of day or certain times of the year? Does it create inconsistencies in your work and in your brand? Um, and if so, is that impacting your profits or potential revenue? And if you answered yes to any of those, then I'd like to invite you to uh, download my free guide. I'm gonna put it in the show notes to getting started with, with strobes and flash. So the guide is called Crafting Your Ideal Light. And it's gonna walk you through some of the common mistakes to avoid when getting started. Um, it also links to my equipment list. So you can see what I use and answer some general questions. It's a really great resource. There's also gonna be a link to it um, into my webinar. So if you have questions about the missing link and you wanna see if it's the right like class, right fit for you, there's, there's a link in the webinar. But really, um, I just want you to think about this and uh, think about <clears throat> what limitations you're putting on yourself when you tell yourself, when you, when you take on that label of I'm exclusively a natural light photographer. All right. So that's what I have to say today. And if you have any questions or comments, you can always DM me on Instagram. You can find me at Sandra Cohn. I'll also link that in the show notes. And yeah, thanks for being with me today and have a great day.